Today, we're diving into the world of self-compassion and body positivity. You'll learn insights from the experts Carl Rogers and Kristen Neff about the power of the mind and how it shapes our self-perception. Discover simple practices to treat yourself with more love and acceptance, leading to a life filled with peace and fulfillment. Don't miss out on this journey to help you transform your relationship with yourself. Hello, I'm Kendra Nielsen. Welcome to Fulfillment Therapy, where you will improve your relationship with yourself, your loved ones, and with God. You'll find healing, wellness, crucial mindset shifts, and self-development help. I'm a licensed therapist, personal trainer, and coach. In this podcast, you'll learn the skills and confidence needed to transform your life from merely surviving to living a fulfilling, flourishing life. You can't reach your God-given potential and become who you were meant to become by remaining where you are. If you're ready, we'll create an ignited life you can't wait to wake up to. And yes, it's possible. It's your time to shine, my friend. Welcome back to what I hope is another riveting episode. Well, I hope it's riveting to you because I have a lot of fun writing, researching, and recording them. Editing, not so much. I hope you've been enjoying the summer. It's been a dream for us, although the last few weeks I've been doing some massive catch-up after taking probably, well, about a month off for Costa Rica, and then right after that I had to do a lot of stuff for our church's girls camp. So I did all of that and then I went to girls camp. So it's been a little crazy with about five weeks off. We also have our third foreign exchange student coming from France in a few days and my kids start school in less than two weeks. So it's been back to school shopping, massive house cleaning, although that will come. I haven't started yet (laughs) and still playing catch up with my private practice and my business. There's a lot going on, especially after I just remembered doing that Pura Vida podcast episode about slowing down, and it seems like being back here, it's a little hard to slow down when everything's coming at you at once. So as much as I love summer, and I have loved it very, very much, I am excited for the kids to go back to school. I am excited for those days with uninterrupted flow that I can have. Do you guys remember when I talked about that? That state where you lose track of time and you're really able to just have honed in focus and you're doing what you love. Like, oh, I'm so excited for that. It has been wonderful and I am ready for the next step. So I wonder if that is the same for you. This has been the best stage of life for me. I really did like college too, but I still think this is better. Anyway, it's been an incredible summer and I hope it's been an incredible summer for you and that you've been able to find that joy for yourself. Oh, and a really quick thing that I wanted to add is that I am looking to add some guests on this podcast for people that can come and share ways that they've applied the principles from fulfillment therapy. So if you feel like you have some good examples or stories about how you've created fulfillment in your life and you've really leveled up, 
please email me at fulfillment.therapist at gmail.com and we can talk about you becoming a possible guest on the show. So just think about that. It's really not terrifying, I promise you. When I explain it, people are like, oh, that's not so bad. All right, it is time to jump in. This is episode number 34, Mirror, Mirror, Unleashing the Power of a Healthy Body Image. This episode is for you if you think you have a pretty good body image, but maybe you're not exactly sure. It's also for you if you want to improve your self-compassion and view your body and your mind with more tenderness and more love. And this is for you if you or someone you know is struggling to see themselves as a beautiful, amazing son or daughter of God, whatever your beliefs are. Today, we're going to explore how to create a healthy body image. I'm going to draw insights from renowned psychologists Kristen Neff and Carl Rogers and help you discover the power of self-compassion and the unconscious mind. I often jump right in with a story, but I'm going to do it a little differently today. I'm going to share a couple quotes and some thoughts, and then I'm going to share a few different quick stories to illustrate some examples. So I want to talk about the connection between self-compassion and body image. The famous psychologist Kristen Neff said, Instead of mercilessly judging and criticizing yourself for various inadequacies or shortcomings, self-compassion means you are kind and understanding when confronted with personal failings. I like how she didn't say all the time necessarily, but especially when confronted with those personal failings. Like, how do you treat yourself when you have messed something up or you feel like you stumbled somehow? That's what we're really talking about, especially in those moments. How do you treat yourself? Self-compassion is a very integral part of fostering a positive body image. It allows us to treat ourselves with kindness and It helps us appreciate our uniqueness beyond societal ideals and expectations, which is really, really important. Embracing self-compassion is the first step towards cultivating a healthy relationship with our bodies. Carl Rogers is also very, very famous. He developed the humanistic psychology theory and person-centered psychology. If you're not in the mental health field, that may not even matter, (laughs) but I just wanted to give you a little background on him. But he once said, the curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. I want to read that one more time. The curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. So my friends, I am not asking you to go work out and get plastic surgery and wear the right clothes and do all these things and then love yourself. I am asking you to accept yourself so that you can change. And then it's not going to be those superficial changes, but those deep changes. So it won't matter what you look like. It'll be the inside that has changed. So in this quote... Rogers reminds us that embracing self-acceptance and that authenticity empowers us to grow. So by acknowledging and accepting our bodies with love and respect, we open the door to genuine transformation and a healthier body image. I have a lot of clients that struggle with a healthy body image. 
Women seem to struggle more, but I know my male clients also struggle, but it's almost like they don't talk about it as much because at least in this American culture, in this space of America that I'm in, in Idaho, it's still a little more taboo for guys to talk about body image issues. Some of my clients compulsively exercise or count calories or or spend crazy amounts of money on their appearance, or they mentally berate themselves over and over for not doing this or not doing that or not looking better. And I wonder if this resonates with you at all. These are somewhat extreme, but are you like this maybe in any way, or have you been accused of being like this before? Like Kristen Neff says in her quote, are you kind and understanding when confronted with your personal failings? And are you able to accept yourself as you are, like Carl Rogers mentioned? And as you are able to do so, then you'll be able to ignite your ability to change and improve. Now, most of my clients don't feel that they're very extreme, even if they are, (laughs) but most of them struggle with self-compassion and with having a healthy body image, a realistic body image. So what are the steps to foster a healthy body image and have that greater self-compassion? It's very easy to talk about, but it's not always easy to adopt. Kristen Neff also said, if you're constantly judging your body, it's hard to be at home in it. Let's just think about that for a second. Would you want to be around someone who is always shaming you, always judging you, always criticizing your body? I definitely wouldn't. That's abusive. If if somebody came in my office and told me that somebody was saying those things that we say to ourselves, I would say that's emotional abuse. And sometimes that's physical abuse if you're doing that to your own body. So what we are doing is self-abuse when we talk like that. One thing that can help with this when we're really trying to change those patterns that we've adopted that aren't healthy or productive is mindfulness. Mindfulness practices offer this gateway to self-acceptance and body image fulfillment. By being present and by being non-judgmental about our bodies, we can cultivate this deeper sense of appreciation for ourselves. So when we engage in those mindful activities like, let's say, body scan meditations or gratitude exercises, or especially self-compassion affirmations, these can significantly impact our body image and overall well-being. So this is for the better, right? I've mentioned several times those vision boards or those daily affirmations that you can put up on your wall or those mind movies, the movies you can look through that show all of your affirmations and the things that you want to attract in your life. This is a place for that. Like, what are you saying to your body? What are you saying with self-compassion to yourself and feeding yourself every day? Whether you believe in God or not, a higher power helps a lot of my clients increase their self-esteem and self-compassion. Actually, this isn't always true, sadly. Some people have a very unhealthy view of God that's harsh and judgmental. But when I do visualization and meditation exercises with my clients, we access that loving, tender God. And in that space, they're able to find enormous healing and self-compassion. So if you see a counselor, that might be something you can explore with them. How to do visualizations around that, around your body image and having self-compassion and accessing a higher power or anything really that is loving and tender, that 
nurturing figure or that protective figure. When I think about body image, I often think about dance. I might have mentioned before that my daughter has been a dancer since she was probably two, I think. And she said that the dancing world can be very toxic when it comes to body image and self-compassion. And there's really no surprises there. But she really has to work at finding a healthy tribe among those dancers so that she isn't negatively influenced when she's pursuing her passions. So I asked her when I was researching for this, I asked her how she's been able to have self-compassion and maintain a healthier body image. And she said, I try to remember that everybody's bodies are different and beauty comes in all shapes and sizes. Don't you love that? I would like to take all of the credit for the things that she says, but I really can't. She's just her own beautiful person. But I do think that her generation especially, and the culture at large, even though it's slow, is getting a lot better about this kind of perspective. So this is the body positivity movement. And if you don't know what that is, it's a social movement focused on acceptance of all bodies. So regardless of size or shape or skin tone or physical abilities or anything like that, it challenges the past and sometimes even the current beauty standards that seem unhealthy or unrealistic. And that makes me think of Barbie. I found a few articles that talked about what we'd look like if we were Barbie. I'm sure you've heard people talk about that before. But there's this one document that I found that lays it out, and I will link it in the show notes, but for your own curiosity. It says, if Barbie were an actual woman, she would be 5 foot 9 inches tall, have a 39-inch bust, an 18-inch waist, and 33-inch hips, and a size 3 shoe. So I actually think it was even more extreme from the earlier versions of Barbie, because I've seen some saying it was even as tall as like seven feet or something. So another thing it said was at five foot nine inches tall and weighing 110 pounds, Barbie would have had a BMI or a body mass index of 16.24 and fit the weight criteria for anorexia. She would likely not menstruate. If Barbie was a real woman, she'd have to walk on all fours due to her proportions. Isn't that sad and kind of sick? This part I really hated. It said, Slumber Party Barbie was introduced in 1965, so it was a while ago, 1965, and came with a bathroom scale permanently set at 110 pounds, with a book entitled How to Lose Weight, with directions inside stating simply, don't eat. So, That is just shocking to me. And we have to recognize that different generations had different ideals, and sadly, many of them were not healthy. In 1998, the doll's waist was expanded and her chest was made smaller so that she would look more like a real female body type. I haven't done the calculations, so I don't know how realistic that body is right now. I just know that that is one thing that we continue to teach our children, is what they're viewing or what they're playing with helping them have a healthy and realistic body image or not? And I'm not telling you to go throw all your Barbies away. I'm just pointing out how unrealistic Barbie really is for real women. As you may know, I've been in the wellness industry for a very long time, and I've seen many levels of sadly, not wellness, but illness or dis-ease, like disease, 
when it comes to what people are putting their bodies and their minds through because of their lack of self-compassion. And it really is heartbreaking to watch. What starts as something good and therapeutic can quickly become a weapon if we're not careful, just like the dancing world or many of the arts or really anything. Just be mindful of how you're talking to yourself and know that it truly does matter. I want to share another quick little quote by Carl Rogers that says, The good life is a process, not a state of being. It's a direction, not a destination. I often have issues with things like that because I'm all about the destination in a lot of ways. But my higher self knows that these things are a process. Just think of it that way. Like your journey to having a healthier body image and greater self-compassion really is a process. So have patience with yourself in that. And know that you are changing those neural pathways and you're getting closer and closer to becoming the best version of you. That is a process. And that process brings that fulfillment. Rogers reminds us here that a positive body image is not a final destination, but a continuous process of growth and self-compassion. And the same goes for fulfillment, like I just mentioned. By embracing authenticity and acknowledging our body's uniqueness, which is just amazing, right? We can experience the beauty of the journey towards that self-fulfillment and that greater compassion. Having a healthy body image is about cultivating a positive and realistic perception of our bodies, appreciating and accepting ourselves for who we are beyond societal ideals, again, like I mentioned earlier. This reminds me of uh, several conversations I've had with my aunts and my mom about aging in an American culture. So here you start to become more of a spectator instead of a contributor because aging isn't valued in America as it is in other cultures, unfortunately. So this is a whole new topic that I can get into later. But the point is, is that we can push back against our unhealthy cultural norms. So what helps me the most is to think, What do I want to teach my children, and especially my daughters, about loving my body? How am I going to dress? Am I teaching healthy modesty, or am I too rigid and teaching shame instead? There's definitely this balance. Am I embracing aging with grace? Or how do I talk about myself when I'm around them? Do they know that I love my body? And do I teach them to love theirs through my example? Hopefully this tip will help you too, whether it's your kids or your nieces or your nephews or friends or whoever that might be. Having a healthy body image involves treating our bodies with love and respect, recognizing that our worth extends far beyond our physical appearance. Isn't that so sad that we've become so fixated on the physical appearance? It really is quite shallow if you think about it. Embracing a healthy body image allows us to nurture our mental well-being and also find fulfillment in that self-discovery. We are able to live more authentically, free from comparisons and judgment. There really is freedom in that. Thank you so much for listening and for continuing to show up to these episodes. 
Remember that cultivating a healthy body image starts with self-compassion, understanding our unconscious beliefs, and embracing our authentic selves. You can nurture that sense of wholeness and well-being with practice and with patience for yourself. Journal about it. Pray about it. Write those affirmations. Meditate. Go on to Insight Timer and look for body image guided meditations and go on a walk and listen to those until this becomes so ingrained in you that you are changing your thoughts. Be kind to yourself. Embrace your uniqueness and enjoy the journey to self-discovery. You are deserving of love and acceptance. You deserve to live your best, most fulfilling life. I hope you found this episode valuable and inspiring. If you know someone who could benefit from this message, please share it with them. Until next time, please be compassionate with yourself and find fulfillment in the beauty of being you. As a reminder, I am introducing Igniting Life on August 21st. That is a 12-week program that will help you unlock your true potential. Get ready for life-changing experiences filled with structure, accountability, and massive gains. Elevate your mental health and your wellness and your spirituality over a three-month time period that's worth well over $4,000, but you'll be paying less than 10% of that price. But you'll be paying less than 10% of that price. You're going to get research-backed tools, professional resources, really fun videos, and a supportive online community. Discover the growth and transformation you've been seeking after this chaotic summer or life, wherever you're at. Don't wait. Invest in yourself. Ignite your life. You are absolutely worth it. You can sign up now on fulfillmenttherapy.org or email me at fulfillment.therapist at gmail.com with any questions. And you can sign up for my Costa Rican Women's Wellness Retreat and our separate Men's Retreat. So that is June 16th through the 22nd. My husband will be running the Men's Retreat on a property nearby, and I will be running the Women's Retreat because he's also a therapist. I just finished a promo video that shows all of the details, and it's in the show notes. So check that out or go ahead and email me and I can show it to you as well. It is also on the website under, I think, services and then retreats. You can go ahead and click on that. Let me know if you have any problems. There are only 11 spots for each one of those. So if you've been to any of my previous retreats or had coaching or consulting sessions with me or have signed up for my Igniting Life course, you'll get priority this month because this is a level two retreat that builds upon those principles. If you are signing up for the men's retreat, that's not the case since this is our first men's retreat. As an added bonus, just for the month of August, if you hear this podcast episode and you sign up with another person, you'll get $250 off. So each of you will get $250 off. Now, this is a pretty big deal because there is not much of a markup at all for this retreat. So this is only if you mention that you listen to this episode and you sign up in August. So if you don't mention this, you don't email me, you do not automatically get that discount. This is just 
a short-term promo that we have going because we really are giving you the best deal that we can manage right now. I promise you. So again, email me at fulfillment.therapist at gmail.com. If you are interested in signing up with someone else and you're signing up in August, email me and request that discount, okay? Don't hesitate. I just calculated all of our expenses while we were in Costa Rica, and you will be paying what we paid, except you get a private villa, a private chef, maid service, so much more, excursions, an incredible view, incredible, incredible things that I did not get because I didn't know what I didn't know, and only when I spent a lot of my time networking with other people, asking a lot of questions, visiting properties, then did I realize what might be possible. (laughs) So you benefit from all of that. It was a little too late for me, but you are benefiting. So don't hesitate. Go ahead and sign up. I know this is a lot of information, but this is the first time I've got it all out there. So just remember, trust me that I am charging a very reasonable rate for everything that is included. There's no way you could get all this with a professional and workbooks and trainings and all of the extra benefits of the things that they have. I don't remember if I mentioned it last time. I should probably share more on that. But the video shares all of it. It is incredible, the stuff that is included in this retreat. Again, it's in the show notes, it's on my website, or you can email me and I can send that off to you as well. Remember to sign up before this is filled because this retreat is kept small on purpose so it can foster greater connection and growth. All right, once again, my friends, thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging on with all the big things that I was talking about that are being offered right now. I sincerely hope that you invest in those things and do what you can to live a beautiful life without regret, where you can become who you were meant to become. I pray that you will find that more today and this coming week and before school starts for loved ones or for your kids. And I will see you back here soon. Take care. If this podcast has helped you gain the insights and skills needed to propel you towards transformation and joy, the number one way to help me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Like you, I'm striving to become my higher self by helping others thrive. And I do that most effectively if you use your influence and give a review. Share this episode with a friend or share it on social media and let others know how it has helped you. I would be so very grateful and excited that we're creating positive ripples in so many lives. If you want to connect, you can find me on Fulfillment Therapy on Facebook and Instagram or go to fulfillmenttherapy.org. Thanks for listening and shine boldly and brightly, my friend.